In a world occupied with the next evolution of creative output, there are few artists who stay true to their style, uninfluenced by the barrage of trends pulling at their subconscious. Cedric Avenue is one of the rare few who have persisted in exuding extreme individuality through his craft in a genre of music that is wrought with fads driven by capitalism. Under the name YG, he has composed some of the most powerfully conscious music to don the label hip-hop and continues to define its true meaning through his work. In this episode of Cocina Pirata Podcast, Cedric and I discuss his evolution through the decades and the power of being lost in creativity. Contra la muerte, nosotros demandamos vida. Contra el silencio, exigimos la palabra y el respeto. Contra el olvido, la memoria. Contra la humillación y el desprecio, la dignidad. Contra la opresión, la rebeldía. Contra la esclavitud, la libertad. Contra la imposición, la democracia. Y contra el crimen, la justicia. What's up, brother? How are you doing? How is everything going in Denver, Colorado right now? Denver is good and it's cold. It's good and cold. That's it. That's it. Is it, 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 you guys are in the midst of the winter right now, no? Has it been pretty intense? It was chill until just like, you know, we had like, a, well, I don't know if you know, but like we just had like a, one of the biggest snows we've had in some years a couple of days ago. It, it, it like melted the next day, but for like a brief moment, it was pretty bad. You got, it was all that, it was all that stuff that went through, through Texas. Yeah. Yeah. The same time it was just, it, it hit us, it hit us, you know, differently, obviously not as severe, but, uh, it was definitely cold. It was very cold. Everything was frozen. Yeah. I don't, I'm, I'm down, I'm down by the equator now so it's a it's a it's an extreme man like i do love the snow i do miss the snow i miss that cold weather and i miss seasons for sure down here it's beautiful but it's a little bit hot can get up to you know in the winter time it's 85 90 that's a little bit much for me but i definitely don't miss like frozen in the city too too much as <laughs> i think uh, i think uh, moving around is key i am my, as I get older, I feel like I have to get into a position where I can move around. I don't. I don't think I need to be in one place because I because like the my uh, my comfort zone changes like the weather changes. Sometimes I want it to be cold. Yeah. Sometimes I want it to be hot. Yeah, I feel that. I can feel that for sure. And it's definitely been like for me a a, a beautiful experience to just get out of the country and live outside the bounds a little bit. I mean, right. I moved I'm when I moved to LA it was definitely a change but it wasn't like enough of a change to really shake me loose from some of the behavior I had been stuck in for so many years so I feel right. it and and dealing with the heat bro like dealing with the heat all the time when I'm not really built for that shit just teaches me a little bit about myself so hmm. anyways but uh yeah you, you got to you got to try to make it down when you get the time. I'm actually moving a little bit closer, a little bit further north. So hopefully we'll be able to make a visit. We'll put a little studio in there and we can do this next one, next one in person. Uh, so it's funny to talk to you right now because yesterday Qnox dropped off a visit surprise from Brick of Rack. No. Brick, I haven't seen Brick of Rack. He hasn't been around. He like left. He went to Mississippi. He was in California. And uh, Q-Knock called me yesterday and was like, yo, come downstairs. I got a surprise. 
I was in the shower. I was like, yeah, I'm going to be a minute, man. I'll come down, though. And I was like, uh, the baby sleeps, so I got I to gotta come down and shoot right back up. And he was like, oh, it's going to be quick. Just come downstairs. And I ran downstairs and him and Brick-a-Brack standing outside in fucking COVID masks. No, and man. And brick standing back. Yeah, so. That, that. I was ju- I just before we got on the before we got on the call and I knew we would get here somehow. <laughs> um, I listened. I, I was just listening to some of that old shit. And w- when I was talking with one of my homies the other day, uh, Danny Johnson, he's an, a, a producer uh, under the name of Self Help from New York. We were talking about um, we were talking about just l- the evolution of music and how and people who've stayed in the pocket and you guys in 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 the shit you guys put together specifically drastic to me was one of the best pieces of hip hop ever created on the face of the earth and somehow (laughs) like like i remember and maybe you can give me a little bit more i I would love it if you shared that story one more time that you shared a little bit uh, of you and of you and in bric-a-brac how you guys met and how that all happened and i'll go ahead go ahead like so just basically i've told it so many times now it's, it's condensed down to a real easy story we both were in Boulder somehow. He had just moved there, I think. He had just got there from, like, Mississippi. And uh, I had got into a car accident, and I was just chilling in Boulder because my face was scratched up. And my cousin in Boulder was never home. So I was just sleeping on couches in Boulder. And Austin bric a happened to be in Boulder, too. So what happened was he somehow acquired a random 303 ticket the group 303 and i somehow acquired a random 303 ticket we don't know each other this is just happening in our own ends this is happening in our own ends of the universe we're at the show we're both at the show we still haven't met there comes a point where i just go outside like i'm like this is really crazy this music is you know uh. and i'm outside The only other person outside is a, is a white dude. And that white dude was smoking a cigarette and it was bric a brac I like asked him for a cigarette. And when, you know, when you're outside of a concert, you, you small talk and smoking cigarettes, you know, what do you do? Oh, I rap. What do you do? Oh, I DJ. Oh, we should, we should hook up. You know what I'm saying? We should, we should play me some shit sometime. And that's how it happened. We was just both like not enjoying a 303 show basically. Well, two of the, two of the, two of the greatest, Two of the greatest hip hop minds in Colorado at the time, just chilling out at a. I don't even know. I'm. I mean, I don't know what you at call that style of music, but yeah, chilling at the Fox. We'll call it chilling at the Fox, and there just happened to be a concert going on. At the Fox, and and, and didn't did important didn't buy tickets. Yeah, and also important. Like I don't like I see three hundred three differently now than I did at the time when I was like trying to be rap supremacy. You understand? Absolutely. Yeah, you know I mean, like it was more of a competitive thought than anything else at that time. Like now, I couldn't care less. Whatever. But it's a it's a great story and it's a funny story and I'm glad it happened. It's amazing that we both walked out of the concert outside at the same time. It's just a funny story. Yeah, and in 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 what came from that was some of the most incredible music. And, and, and definitely some, it's funny that you say hip hop supremacy and that your perspective has changed a little bit. Cause I do feel like you were at, you guys were at that, at that place and like, for whatever reason, just cause we're on the subject of 303, there was some shit hitting that wasn't, I mean, to me, it still happens. There's, there's shit hitting that just doesn't make sense or isn't really 
pure of intention or supreme and and for you guys right. to have been in that place it was probably a little bit difficult but i think that um what's the best way to say i think that the, the the things just changed the art the art the music just changed i don't think that i feel any different about new hip-hop now than my mom felt about the music that i was listening to when i was younger you know what i'm saying like she yeah. thought it was the worst thing she'd ever heard like what is this mess you know what i'm saying and that's how i feel about a lot of new music i think it's just the natural you know that's how life go you listen to the shit that was hot to you when it was hot to you forever basically you, you know what i'm saying on that tip though do you, but uh, i i get that i really do and i and i really do understand that like for sure there was that different but do you think that in like do you because <laughs> you know you you look back for example you look back and you start like brick a brack all you guys you know jip q Knox, the whole damien all the dudes who are still right. really holding it down and never walked away to create something for money or for fame or for Instagram followers or anything, but really still holding on to that 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 purist mentality in a right. sense. You guys dig through crates of shit that like your mom listened to, for example. Right. Do you think that your right. kid is going to be digging through crates for like, do you think that the evolution then becomes like whatever's whatever's next, whatever's in your child's, generation becomes them looking for rick ross samples or little wayne sure, samples sure. To, to, I, I think that um i don't know if they're like i feel like sampling will always be a part of the shit you know what i'm saying because even like bands playing covers is sampling to me you know what i'm saying yeah it's all sampling to me so i feel like and it's weird to ask me for my kid because anybody who follows me on Instagram knows that my kid is two and does what I do now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if everybody's kid will be like that. My kid copies what I do. He sees me look for samples on records. So I imagine that that'll be a part of his process, at least for a while. You know what I'm saying? I guess I guess I mean more um, that like uh, on the tip of you saying that your mom thought that that your music was wild. Music wasn't. The, right. the shit that's coming out think, right now to me to me a lot of the shit that's coming out right now is is almost senseless and i and i and i will i will preface that by saying that it is catchy and i understand that there is a science behind what they're doing and i understand why people listen right. to it and i can find myself i can turn it on the radio i can listen to it and it it can stick but it's still not what it was like i i i have this thought a lot I, now about whether or not creativity will will be pure ever again or if we're all just gonna follow this sequence of of uh both i i i think both i think that certain people certain people will will, will it's like reading books certain people are always gonna fucking read books certain people they're gonna always go find them even if they start burning books again certain people are gonna hide books they're gonna love books you know what i'm saying yeah Certain people are going to love art, bro. Certain people are going to make sure that the Mona Lisa don't get burnt. You know what I'm saying? Certain people. So <clears throat> I think that um, it slices both ways. You know, of course, there'll be a whole lot of people who are just cookie cutter artists who just, you know, chase whatever the next big thing is, whatever the wave is. But you're always going to have those those other people, man, those those anomalies shit. Who, who just don't even see it. You know what I'm saying? They, they. I think Kanye West is a trip, not 
about any of the crazy shit he did. Just be, just one thing that he said when he was younger, when he was first, uh, like, you know, in our ears and shit, he talked about, he was talking about making beats and how he could paint a picture of his beat because in his mind, parts of his beat are colors. That's not normal, bro. You're going to have people yeah, like yeah, that yeah. in society. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. That will not only push art or preserve art, but, but they're going to make it way bigger and greater. A lot of other people, you know what I'm saying? And that'll always be enough. I think, you know what I'm saying? Cause like, I, I, I think music is senseless right now, but yeah. I think that in, in, in the midst of that senselessness, if you take some time, if you have time, you can find some really good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> is that a, is that a conscious thought for you? Cause I feel like you're one of those people. I feel like you're one of I, I, through the years, we've been, I mean, it's been year, years since we've seen each other, but I pay attention to what you do. And, and through the years, I'm always like, I see everybody change their shit a little bit. You know what right. I mean? And, and, and I always thought like, I remember the first time I listened to your music and the first time I saw you play. And the first time I talked to you, I was like, the fuck, where the fuck is this dude from? Like, how is he still doing this shit? And how does he not give a fuck right. enough to change? Like you somehow live your life. Is that a conscious effort that you make? Or do you feel like people like yourself just like for yourself, you just, you just, do you battle thoughts of change or do you just sit in the pocket Absolutely. because that's who you are? No, I, I, I battle thoughts of change and, uh, the same things that make me, it's corny to say, but the same things that make me great as an artist, they don't necessarily make me that great as like a person. You know what I mean? Like yeah. as a, as a functioning human in society, <laughs> they, they don't, they, they don't make me as great as they do as an artist. As an artist, you know what I'm saying? I haven't changed. I haven't changed to people who watch me because I'm sincere to myself, but I know that I've changed. People closest to me know that I've changed and my music has changed and, and it's grown. You know what I'm saying? But it's so genuine to my personality and to like, I, I live it. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't know anything else. And again, that doesn't necessarily make me the best functioning human yeah. in, in, in regular society. But in, in, in the art realm, like I am the art, bro. It's not that my music's good. I'm, I, I'm the exhibit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, I feel I, I feel that. You know, like I when when I met you, I I was I was actually I started cooking when I was like thir started in a, in a kitchen when I was 13 years old. And when I met you, it was actually like during a brief period of my life where I had walked away for like four to five years from the practice because I wasn't aligning specifically with what was going on in that space. And I had a lot of inner thoughts about about change and how to change. And then when I got back into cooking, I get into the rat race of like trying to get to the top, da, 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 whatever, just really just getting my skills back. And most recently I've had this, this, this epiphany as well, that like, I am in a sense in, 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 I am in a sense, my art as well. Like I've put myself in a very specific location because I want to get away from the noise and because I want to find out what the fuck is going on in my head. And again, right. also, I'm not a very good, I'm not a very, very, very model human being as far as normal functionality in society right. goes. You know what I mean? Shit like, like the, the best, the best, the best creators, bro. I don't think that they can be because in order to be like that type of you can look at a photograph of me you can look at a photograph some of them of you now and you can tell how lost 
a person is in their, you know, in their craft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? When they're creating that that fucking uh, movie, that Pixar movie is all about that. The Soul movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's all about that. Like, you get lost in. There's no way to be a functioning human if you're really... If you're really creating something, if you're really passionately making art, I don't give a fuck if you make paper mache. If you're yeah. really into it and you're lost, you know what I'm saying? There's no way to be a regular human. And that, at and least it, not at those moments. Yeah, and it's such a it's a really beautiful feeling to have. Like you know where I was when I was in Denver. I was fucked up, bro. I I, I right. was I, I was lost in a different way. And now I can be lost in 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 myself, which is beautiful. And and I think that guys like you watching, you're, you're a, a, a really, a really pure example of this. And that's why, that's why I've always loved watching what you do and listening to your, to your music and, and just watching the way you navigate, uh, because you, I think that you are lost always, but like in, in, in yourself, in your art, and you have always said, fuck you to, to, to anybody that didn't these want to be are, part just- of it. You're so you're absolutely accurate. I can go in the other room and we can get my old lady and she can tell you all the time she fusses at me and cusses at me because I'm lost, bro. I mean, I'm lost in the sauce. I'm knee deep in records back here. Basketball on a TV, joint papers. Every, like I'm lost. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 tra- it's tranquil. It's 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 sanctuary. But it's also like I am not here with you right now. I'm sorry. Yeah. Do, do you, do, do you, was the choice, uh, so uh, on that tip, was the choice to, to go, are you, are you strictly going by Cedric now? Is that your, are you, uh, there's no, there's no, I just wanted, I just wanted to, I, I this, guess the reason I presented that question, cause I, I didn't know if it was like a connection to self that you found that you needed to, kind to of, present yourself really, that way. That's a part of it is, is just, I, I've, I think it's fascinating that it's okay for people to rap by their regular names now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The, 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 uh, the Isaiah Rashad's, if that's his real name, and the Kendrick Lamar's and whatnot. I think that's a really cool thing. I think that that's a safe thing, and I think that that's something that should have always been present. You shouldn't have to been some other thing in order to become a rapper. You know what I'm saying? So that was a part of it. But really, the reason why I started doing the Cedric Avenue was just trying to change, man. I was just trying to do something different. You know, I was talking about, you know, change and whatnot. Break a rack packed up and left. Shows dried up. It just got weird. Music changed. And I was just kind of in a gray area. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I wasn't doing nothing for a minute. Then I started making beats. Then the beats started to get good. And I was like, well, I'll, you know, let's try a new, let's try a whole new thing. Yeah, how was how how was that shift? That that was pretty rapid, and I and I noticed that you did kind of go off the grid for a little while. And it was like Bricker Brack left Denver. Denver started to do whatever the fuck Denver's Bro, doing right now. What is he continuing to do? Um, <laughs> I, I was, so I was working, bro. Really, what I did it wasn't just that I disappeared. I had got like a really good warehouse job. I had like top tier insurance. You know mm. what I'm saying? I was making like good money. The money you want to make. Adult like, type the, shit. The I'm a be okay money is what I was making. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I did that for like five or six years. And then maybe in like the fourth or fifth year, uh, 
Aisha popped up pregnant randomly and unexpected. And uh, that wasn't a problem. That was fine. We was fine with that. But I found myself having more time around the house because I was just going to work and I come home and make sure she was straight. And uh, having more time around the house, I had acquired studio equipment to make beats and stuff. I had just never hooked it up. Yeah. And never really, you know what I'm saying? I just had time and I just started messing with stuff and, and tooling around. And and I looked up and I was rapping again. And, and you know what I mean? <laughs> but Jip was always knocking. Jip never stops bothering me. I gotta get. Uh, I gotta get. I gotta get that guy on next. He's just a a force of nature. Right no, and he's, he's and he's he's a great he's a great person to talk to me right. Yeah, now. and he's and he's. I that was another thing that I watched that like ba- you guys did like a ba- uh, from the basement or something like that that you just yeah, did the yeah, wide yeah. jip beats that shit even because I, it was funny I went from listening to drastic to that and I was like you you can see the evolution but you can see the 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 the, the maintenance that's been there it's almost like a perfection has happened in in your craft and his craft and the dedication to that original type shit is still there so right, we 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 developed this weird musical like relationship. And, you know, we, we're brothers in real life, but we've developed this weird musical relationship where we can play off of each other. And uh, it's like, you know, he, he could send me a bunch of shit and forget about it. And he'll know that, like, this may resurface in, like, a year or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. It, there used to be a time where that wasn't possible. We we, we would bump heads. We, we, we would There would be riffs. You know what I'm saying? But we spent enough time and grown enough as artists to where now, like even the, the music that's coming out, a lot of it isn't even recorded on the, uh, isn't even like planned. A lot of it is just like, yo, you want to put out a Christmas tape? Yeah, let's put out a Christmas tape. Like two days before, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or he sent me, he sent me like three or four beats that from the basement shit, uh, we did the EP and it was like three songs. And Jip had just sent two two beats over, and then I did a beat and rapped to them all. And I wasn't supposed to rap none of that. I rapped what would be considered YG music or or, or Cedric Avenue music. I didn't rap YG music to what he sent. Yeah. But I just you know we was in quarantine, motherfuckers was in the streets. I live downtown. They're marching by my crib. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'm like, all right, I'm gonna do. I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm going to rap about this. Instead of rapping about like girls and parties and whatnot and doing hip hop fun records, I'm going to do this and I'm going to just give it smack jip with it by surprise. And we just going to run. And that's, you know, that's how the records have worked. Yeah. So who knows what will happen? We have a bunch of catalog that's like good songs that we've recorded along the way. It's like a real recording process. It's weird that in a time where you should not have a traditional like three, four year album recording process. That's precisely what we had. And that kind of see, and, and it plays hand in hand. No, I mean, it seems to work the best for you. That is your, you guys style. No, I mean that, that, that also holds on to that old, right. that, that there's a lot more meaning behind the music. I feel in that sense. No, do you feel like when you, when it's, when it's natural and it just comes up and maybe something he sent you a year ago pops up, is that to you, creativity is that to you like okay i'm gonna sit on this because right now it doesn't speak to me instead of trying to force it i mean i think that sometimes it's like that but really bro it's just like if i can finish it today i'll finish it today is i'm 20 years into to to smoking weed and performing (laughs) and all that shit 
like sometimes I just can't finish it in a day. You know, sometimes the song might take a couple weeks to finish. Uh, it's just the, like the natural flow of things. You know what I mean? And again, there was a time where that was a problem. There was a time where that would be, Jip wouldn't speak to me for like a month because I didn't turn around and send the song back or, or I didn't email it back and say the beat was dope right away. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But he's comfortable now. He knows that I'm like, I'm that guy now. I'm that producer now. Now, if I send him a beat, I'm on him. Like, yo, you hear it? You know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah. I'm the new producer. Yeah. But for the music and for the, for the rapping and the hip hop, like he trusts me. So it's just a good situation, man. I I I, I, I hope that uh, at the end of all this, we wind up with a, with a really good record. We've got a lot of teasers along the way because we put out a record and then we put out a Christmas tape and then we put out the message and then we did that video and yeah, then we yeah. got a bunch we got then we got a bunch of stuff that we recorded along the way that we kind of just sitting on. Is that the, is that the plan right now, or is there a plan? Are you are you focused it's on one thing specifically? It's 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 kind of the plan. I, I would say that it's more of the parachute than the plan. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. It's it's hard to have a, a plan when you don't really know what tomorrow brings. You know what I'm saying? For sure. There's there still ain't concerts. There still ain't nightclubs. There's still not. You know what I'm saying? There's still. So it's the parachute, man. It's it's the safe landing on the other side of this, if anything. <laughs> yeah, that that's the the one thing I. It, it's cool to hear you talk about that, Danny, who I was just talking to. Danny was a is an electronic, is an electronic. Well, he's a DJ. He was he was a hip hop DJ that became a. He makes like Moombatone now, kind of. Right. You know, I'm at a stage where. He's a musician. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there you go. He's like, a musician. He 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 really truly is like dance music or not dance yeah, yeah. music. <laughs> but we but we there you go. There you go. But we were talking because he we were talking about how now electronic music kind of <laughs> pivoted in a direction where I wasn't really surprised by what happened and I think it would have been a natural transition anyways into this into this um Twitch streaming live shows it was a pretty it seemed like obviously there was there, it was it was a little bit more difficult than go or a little bit less uh profitable probably than going and playing live shows but the transition and when i talked with him he was like i just used this time to to sit at home and think and like put together things in a better way and produce better music instead of focusing on the the trying to keep going something that didn't exist the the live show no because right. he's the kind of right. DJ I mean he lives in New, he lives in New York City and he's not going and playing huge festivals every once in a while he does with some of his projects but he's more focused on like the neighborhood the neighborhood uh, the neighborhood spots building the you know there's these little pockets in New York city that he DJs in. And so, um, I definitely think there'll be some cool shit coming out of, out of these fuck 12 months now. Literally, we're, we're, we're pushing a year <laughs> of COVID. So I'm happy to see that you guys have been tied up there. What about, what about, um, what about Qnox? What about those guys? Are you guys, is any, is anything coming out of the, the woodwork with those guys? What's he up to? What are you guys? Big I, wheel is, is big here. wheel still around? Well, you know, they played into it a little bit before it was just ridiculous to even try to play anymore. They kept playing for a minute. Uh, I don't really know what their plan is as a band, but uh, everybody's still making music. Everybody's staying, you know, busy. Sarlo teaches uh, 
Knox, my bad. Yeah. Knox teaches uh uh students. He teaches like yeah, yeah, piano, kindergarten, first grade, second grade. I think up to like fifth grade or something like that. He teaches music classes and does private lessons. So he's always making music and listening to music and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Again, they're kind of in the same position as me. You know, like what you want to do that and you want to have something ready, but you don't know what you're preparing for necessarily. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm sure that I'm sure that they'll still have their residency whenever that's able to be a thing again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And on top of that, I think <clears throat> I think that specifically in Denver, quite a bit changed from the days that I was there, even in the past few years the 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 way shows play out and the music scene changed a little bit there wasn't you know, there used to be a, a, a lot of investment in local music as far as yeah. as far as shows playing all the time i know obviously covid squashed that shit but before that happened it seemed like i mean i i i hear a lot of people talk about even before even before the 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 weed scene really blew up there was a lot of talk about gentrification in five points for example right Right. And you actually being somebody there, it, it was funny to me because a lot of the people that I saw speaking about gentrification were actually the first gentrifiers, right? And the, right. the, the art scene, the 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 rhinoceropolis type shit that that was right. really the first. I, I think that a lot of times those artists don't realize that they are gentrification. They are the, the first right. stage of gentrification. But you right. being from there, what is your perspective on what's happening there right now? I mean, I was just back, I was back in, in July of 2020, and that place looked like it's like a fucking TV show. Like I can't even imagine what happened there in four years, five years. What is that like for you? Because you are in the midst of that shit, and you have been in the midst of that shit. Like I don't even know how to answer that, bro. Because like I can give the typical answer: it's terrible. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy to watch, and it's unfair, and whatever, and whatever. But at the same time, like if if I'm getting punched in the face. And there's 50 people in the room also getting punched in the face. Like, I ain't going to scream out like, oh, I'm getting punched in the face. <laughs> we're all getting punched in the face. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of how I feel. It sucks, but it's happening everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's every city. It's not my city. It's 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 every city that, that has a neighborhood like mine, that has a guy that looks like me. Yeah. And it seems like, the, it seems like in Denver specifically, there's it happened so rapidly that no one paid attention. I really believe that there's a glass ceiling to that shit because marijuana is slowly becoming legalized. Every uh, First of all, I think that the majority of that, of that growth was on the back of recreational marijuana becoming legal. Sure. Correct. And sure. a lot of people moved there. Now there's a tech scene, da, 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 whatever, but I think there's a glass ceiling and it's going to be interesting because I think that gentrification, like you said, has happened in many cities throughout history <clears throat> and it's a revolving I, I, door no i think that the, i think that the glass ceiling is is nearing because basically from what i can tell is what happens is like right where i live there's not enough people to rent these apartments yeah yeah <laughs> there's not enough parking spaces if you did fill these apartments there's not enough parking spaces there's not enough grocery stores there's not enough nothing you know what I'm saying? It's like a uh, the glass the it's a it's a big ass board game of Monopoly, bro. That's what it looks with, like. With, <laughs> That's what it looks like in Denver, Colorado. With, 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 real, with real money and real buildings, and they're empty, just like the little plastic ones. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? 
that's what it's it looked a, like when I went back there. And that's what I was, wondered is where is this shit? There's bro, no job. There's this cat. Uh, there's this cat. Not It's totally on subject, but still kind of random. There's this cat that I listen to on YouTube, this producer that uh, does like, you know, beat making tutorials. But he's crazy like we are. He goes off <laughs> the edge sometimes. It would just start talking about crazy shit for like an hour and stop making the beat. You know what I'm saying? There's this one uh, episode or whatever you want to call it where he pulls up Google Maps, bro, and he shows these little apartments that they're building in my neighborhood. He shows them in like Germany. He shows them in like everywhere in the world. They're building these little stupid looking apartment buildings that you see, bro. And they're all empty. Yeah. It's the wildest shit. It's a it's a real game of Monopoly, bro. And I don't know what they're waiting for because there's also not jobs to fulfill that. Like it, nothing, parking, job, not, none of that. None of that we shit been, exists. Bro, we, we, we pushing like the 14th month of, of please stay home, stay off the streets and wear your mask. Nigga, construction been going the whole time. Really? <laughs> I am not joking. I, I am not joking. We can walk and I'll show you construction sites right now all over downtown. I live downtown. You know how New York used to look like 10 years ago? A crane on every corner? Yeah. Like, yeah, that's how Denver looks, bro. Cranes everywhere. And, the, and it's in the middle of nowhere. There's, uh, look, uh, it, it was a small... I think that there was a misperception, at least when I went there, and, and this will kind of come back to, like, this creative... Uh, the music scene, the art scene, the fashion scene that never really existed, but some people think they did. It, it was a small town. Denver, Denver to me was a, was a small town with big buildings. And so, and the, and the mentality was a small town mentality because there was a lot of people patting themselves on the back. And there was a lot of people who really thought they were making it when they were doing big things in, in, in town, et cetera, et cetera. It seems like now everyone thinks it's a big city. It's not, to me, it's not really a, it, it doesn't really seem like a city. Does it seem that way to you? Am I, am I off base it's, saying that it's like a small town? It's getting there now. The thing that about it was before was it was labeled a major metropolitan city, but it wasn't one. It was spread out. You know what I'm saying? Uh, there was gaps between, you know, there was a gap between uh, Denver and, and Broomfield and Arvada. There was a gap between when I said gap, like land, no houses, no, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yep. It's not like that no more. They done built everything. So it's more like that now. But I think that it's definitely smaller just in the sense that like when you in like LA or something to drive to another city, that's a drive. You know, you drive to another city in Denver, most places, it's like 20, 30 minutes. You can go to Boulder in 20, 30 minutes. You can go to Arvada 20, 30 minutes. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's not massive, but what has happened is there's a shit ton more of people, bro. Just there's a lot of people here now and they're not stopping. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's kind of catching up. My point is it's catching up to the reputation that it had. Yeah. It had a reputation that it had to earn. It had a big city reputation, but it was a, a small town. But now it's like big city vibes, big city prices. Uh, condos, all that, all that shit, all that LA shit is Denver now. Yeah, I think it's more. I think it's it's almost more expensive. I was just talking with Grigsby actually, and Grigsby said he was like, he was looking to get outside the city. You know, he's got a, a little house in um, I don't know, is that southeast? I don't really know the the neighborhood, whatever yeah. it's over there. 
in uh he's looking to get outside the city a little bit and he looked up in evergreen and he was like he was looking up in evergreen and i thought that like that was protected that was far enough outside that it would be protected from the shit a little bit but he said he was like yeah somebody made a cash offer for like 150 over the asking price and i was like that is it's so wild that that is happening in denver colorado and i don't know if anybody realizes this but i don't really think i don't really believe that there's a justification for that price outside of like, look, I think that there was a lot of land. And so there was a lot of opportunity for people to move there and grow a shitload of weed. And then there was, mm-hmm. a, then there was like a specific amount of people that could sell that weed inside the city. But it seems to me like the glass ceiling is how many people can we fit inside this, this little space or uh, obviously it's not very many and not very many are coming, but like financially, how do they support themselves? Like what is, what is going on there on a day-to-day basis that, that people are making money like this? I guess, I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. Is it weed? Right, man. <laughs> right. It's just, it's just, it's, it's literally weed breweries, you know, uh, Starbucks before this food, you know, restaurants was, is, was big here. This is one of the bigger, yeah. Get you something to eat places. They weren't they weren't great restaurants, but they had great reputations, great reviews. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They were landmarks. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh but all those places just closed. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. But it's I think maybe you know you know what it is for real? I do know. It's it's the outdoor shit. It's the three hundred days of sunshine a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 what it is. It's the mountains, it's 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 the kayaking, it's the the mountain biking, you know what I'm saying? It's the yeah, it's the, that. yeah, the outdoor, the outdoor tourism works as well, and I guess that goes hand in hand with smoking yeah. weed, right? There's no like smoking weed and going on a hike, right? Partying, <laughs> man. I'm telling you, it's partying. I do. Uh, see- I got a homie Earl Gravy. I got a homie Earl Gravy, man, he, and 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 I'm quoting him to the bank on this. He's the first person to say this. I ain't never heard nobody else say this. He said that Denver is white people Atlanta, and that's the realest <laughs> shit I ever heard. <laughs> It's the realest shit I ever heard. That is one hundred percent. That's what it is, bro. It's straight up. When we when when we went when we went back when we were there in July, we went down to Larimer, and hold on, I'm gonna. I got I got to let on a special guest for one second. Do your thing. Yes. What is up? Hello. What up, buddy? How you doing? Say what's up, Trav. Hey, what up? What's up, buddy? How you doing? <laughs> hey, Aisha. <laughs> no Aisha way. Aisha's standing at the door like, I'm sorry. No, no, that's beautiful, man. He's a, he's, he's, ah, goddamn. How much different, how, how things have changed. What a beautiful child man. you have, man. Uh, Congratulations. It's, awesome. it's, awesome. it's fun. Thank you. It's fun. It's awesome. He DJs, he raps, he does everything. It's amazing. I've seen that connection, man. Do you feel like that? Do you feel like that brought you back? Because, like, we had talked about this this dip out, and you were doing the working. That I got, I got what I need, money, and 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 that was sufficing for the moment. And it kind of came because of that, you know, brick or brack leaving. I'm sure some of the shift that happened in Denver. Do you feel like your kid brought a little bit of that, doing that doing that shit with your kid brought a little bit of that back for you like brought a little bit of that fire back a little bit of that like I don't know if he if seeing I don't I don't think seeing him do uh do those things uh gives me fire 
But I think that seeing him do them puts me in a comfortable enough place. It, it helps in a way. Yeah. I don't think that it directly helps like, oh, I'm, I see him doing it, so I'm going to go do it. Yeah. But it definitely helps. Like, I can say that uh, as he grows and gets smarter, like, I'm, I'm, I, I enjoy rapping more. Yeah. And I don't, it's connected somehow. It's, it's weird. It's weird. You're going to see. You, you, oh, you're going to see. Oh, you're going to see. It's weird, bro. I know. There is that. It's amazing. I can tell there's that, I can tell there's that, that, that subconscious, that subconscious itch, that, 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 that reconnection with childhood that's so beautiful and, uh, man, it's powerful. No, it's an incredible thing. You, you, you forgot two things that you forgot that you're reminded of every day. Every day, walking around with a crying infant, changing shitty diapers and shit, you 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 forget that you're a selfish motherfucker, and you're reminded that you're a selfish motherfucker immediately. Like you quickly reminded how much of your life has been me, 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 me. Because now there is no you. There, you got to make sure that this baby stays alive. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the first thing. The second thing that you're constantly reminded of that you forgot. It's to just like how to have fun, man. How to how to be a kid. How to have an imagination. How like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like all of the stuff that you just is silly to you is no longer silly once they're like two because you're two again. Yeah. And you you got to meet them at their level to get them to eat broccoli and shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. And 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 how beautiful that I believe that our generation specifically went through some weird shit. Shit changed too quickly, I feel like. I mean, not that shit is not changing too quickly now, but we were kind of the first generation that was on this weird, this weird empowerment, freedom, splitting of 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 ideas, just a... a, 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 a I can say nothing more than 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 a split. We the generation right. of divorce, the generation of single mothers, all those things that we lived through. I think uniquely prepared us to be better parents. You're my age, if, right? How old are you? Thirty five. How old are you? Thirty eight. Yeah, yeah, close so, enough. Close enough, so, bro. I was, I was in the. I can tell you this. This is how I always think about it. Every time, I was in the seventh grade. I was in the seventh grade, sitting in the bag kid class with nothing but smart ass bad kids. And they told us we about to play the stock market and we the bad kid class. And they like, they, how they got the school sanctioned off is the different sanctions of the school is going to play against each other. The winner of, of, of the stock market will win computers for the school. The bad kid class won, right? <laughs> My class won the stock market and everybody was shocked. But the secret surprise was we about to give y'all the internet. And then they spent two months explaining to us what the internet was and we didn't give a fuck. But I think about that all the time when I think about my life and our generation and what we are because the talks right now are like, oh, the internet is fucking us. The social networks are ruining us. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the main dialogue of, of anything that you do. And that shit was birthed in our lifetime. If I was in seventh grade, you was in like fourth grade or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's, we're we're children of that shit. Like, yeah, the information age, bro. In the information 
wave. Yeah. Like, just think about it. That's what you're a child of. Yeah, too, way too much information. And for sure, it was during our... It was during our childhood that this all came to bear. And I don't, the thing is, I remember getting like AOL. I remember dialing up, I remember dialing up to get on the internet. But I also like, and I remember getting a flip phone or a Nokia brick phone. And I can't imagine now, like I go out, Here's a real, here's a real simple one. When, when we were kids, like, so now I, when you go out to eat, you see some, a family of five in, in, in the mom and the dad and three kids and all three kids have their own tablet. And that's how the parent deals with the child. Right. And they have mm-hmm. access to information. They're going to be a YouTube star. They're going to be, they got their own TikTok page, their own Instagram and, and they get to chew. Like maybe they're not going to eat, you know, they're, they, they don't want to eat. They want to look at their iPad. When we were kids, we sat our ass at the table and maybe we were the last generation that had to do that. We sat our ass at the table until we finished our plate of food, regardless of whether or not we liked it. <clears throat> and that mentality, I think is, is something that needs to be instilled in children. I mean, maybe not as extremely as it was for, for some of us, but I do think that that's what, where we're losing. And it comes and in, in, in because of this ease of access to information that we have now and specifically children, children are now coming up with ideas about how they should be treated and how things should go. Right. And, and, and you're right, man. That, that- so I'm in the middle. So my, so I'm in the middle, bro. I, I feel two ways about it. Like, I, I definitely am one to be like cut, you know, try to communicate without technology with my kid. But at the same time, I want you to experience everything. Yeah. And with my kid, bro, he can go, he can, this phone that I'm on, he knows how to swipe. It's a, it's an Android. So it's not a swipe up. It's a swipe down. Yeah. He knows how to, he knows how to swipe down. He knows how to go switch on the, the kids mode, or he knows how to look through the apps and find apps that he likes like YouTube and whatnot. And the suggestions uh, some of his videos are already suggested because he's been on my YouTube already. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like he's two and a half, bro. Oh. He's two and a half. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's and, just and wild. He, and even like, uh, hey, I'm telling you, bro, you have no idea. We can like, you can sit here and say the tablet thing is crazy, but when you see it, like it's something different to him than it ever will be to me than it ever was to me, bro. Like I was not innately, I was not innately born with the ability to work that motherfucker. I can barely work it. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah, I'm yeah. saying. Uh, no, he's I, born. I, he's born knowing how to do this, bro. <laughs> I didn't teach him that. And that's Anything, a- bro. Most of the stuff that I, I'm gonna make my anybody who watches this, I'm gonna make my Instagram on private. Any other stuff that you see my kid do on Instagram, nobody taught him. He just picks it up and he knows. That's the thing. When you're a kid, you can learn this shit so much so much with so much ease no you can learn uh, many things with ease bro he's seen me play a record he's seen me sample a record he ain't seen me scratch a record pick up a microphone and rap at the same time but that's what he does (laughs) so it's 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 something different to him it's it's in his like it, it may even innately be in his dna I'm no scientist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but 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 I think that there's there's something interesting to be said also about the way the interaction is with the device or the technology or in your case, you know, the phone 
and also talking about the music. It's like if you make those things available, yes, that's okay if you make them available as long as you don't use them as – I just find that a lot of people use them as a babysitter or a way to – like you said – you said it perfectly. You were like, you were like, when yeah. you, when you have a kid, you're gonna realize. When you have a kid, you realize that you're a selfish motherfucker, and you have been your entire life, and you've got to take yeah. care of this kid. What a lot of people do nowadays, especially people in our generation who have these tools at their disposal now, instead of choosing to not be selfish, use that to get their time back. And right, right, so right. I'm with you. I, I guess I'm with you on that. I'm with you on the fact that like, if it's used in the right way and in, 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 it's, it, you can't, you it's, can't tell a two year old who uses something better than you do. Hey, you can't use that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's giving you the key. Like he's onto some shit. He might, he might build one next year, bro. I don't want to, I don't want to prevent that from happening. Yeah, yeah, he might. Yeah, that might be the that might be it, bro. That might be his thing. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't want. I don't want. I don't want to cripple that. You know what I'm saying? I also, I don't want you to think that that's everything. But I don't want you, like you know. Go ahead, play with that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. There's a time and a place. You ain't got no bills to pay right now or nothing. <laughs> no, I think that. I, I mean, it, it, shit. I, I think that in general, that's just a a a beautiful way to parent in to not really. That's that's like the 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 dichotomy in my mind is how to how do you make rules not rules right like how do you not oppress because I feel like parenting in some form is oppression and so to allow it is. them I to, mean it is yeah there still there still comes a point in the night where it don't matter what you say it don't matter what you want to do it's bedtime yeah <laughs> you know what I'm saying that 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 point still comes you know what I'm saying but throughout the day. You know what I'm saying? You got a lot of freedom. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I didn't have that. You know what I'm saying? I think it's important. Yeah. I, th- I think it's important. But everybody different though. That's another thing you're gonna learn. You gonna you might you might you might hear you might go back and hear this a year from now and be like, say it's crazy. I would never because everybody different. <laughs> everybody got different ways of parenting. You know what I'm saying? You yeah, got you and- gotta see what works. You gotta see what works for you and you gotta see who your kid is. Everybody kid ain't the same. And dude, it's it's look, it's fucking wild to go on the internet too and try to find out some information. But if you got a question, regardless, even if we're not talking about childhood, but like that everybody is different thing, and then you go, you got a question, you go on the internet, you cannot get a fucking direct answer, bro. Everybody is different. <laughs> you gotta you try to find an answer to something that you like a like a like a grave problem that you've got going on or something you need to help, <laughs> some kind of issue. Everybody's got an issue. Which one do you pick? I've found <laughs> so so I've found that like the only way to weed through that shit is like the top five distill those top five down and take a little piece from each one and maybe that's I mean it, it, it's wild it, it's the same in this we not we can we can use this conversation to even segue I, into I creativity do I, I do that but I treat as I just treat the internet like a novel bro. So I, I I just click and read a little bit here and there, like how you would read a novel. You know, how you yeah. like I read a book, but you read like a paragraph of each chapter. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I read a book. That's how I treat the internet, bro. That's that's how I treat the internet. It's I, like a it's like a novel. Absolutely, I do that shit too. Like <laughs> the news, the like I got, I have, I have a Google phone, so if you swipe to the right, you get the Google news feed. 
and I yeah, yeah. and on the Google News feed, I'll be like, oh, that looks like an interesting article. And I open it up and I read one paragraph and I'll like go to my I'll go to my wife and I'll be like, look, here, I, I, I just read this incredible story. And then I get through describing the story and realize I don't even know how the motherfucker ends. Like I just read the beginning of it and then I feel like I've, I'm equipped for the day. You know what I mean? I'm a, yeah, I've yeah. learned something because but yeah. but it is a lot of fluff when you read through that shit. And that's and that's. And that's the other unfortunate part about the internet and the access to information. And I was talking with, with, this is actually, it's so funny that we're we're going down this track because this is how we got to you when me and Danny were talking about, we were talking about even music, the way we consume music now. You are a a crate digger. Danny was a crate digger. That's how we got on this conversation, right? Like all you guys from that generation, that's how you started. And the experience with music now is even watered down. The experience with any art is a little bit watered down because now you can just go pick the best paragraph of any of any piece that's put together. When you're creating now, like you're talking about making an album, which is fucking crazy. And some of the younger people listening to this might not even know what that is. I don't know if it's really <laughs> like, but but like there was EPs, LPs. It's a it's a whole nother conversation. But like, do you? When you think about making an album now, do you think about that shit? Like when you make a track, do you like fuck it, let's just make singles? Or when you think about making an album, what do you how do you feel the experience? How do you put that back into a project where you can't physically hold on to a CD or a, a record or a tape with liner notes and an understanding of what that person is producing? How do you how do you visualize that? I'm I'm still filling it out, man. It's it's the, the thing about it is you can't because it's still forever changing. Like Right now we're in a stage where it's all about uh, it's all about like Instagram and YouTube, and you gotta have like very well produced content for either or. Like uh, like people will make like a like a like a, a person will make a beat with samples and all that, and they'll and they'll make a video for it. Excuse me, with no rap, but they'll have a crazy. Video visual for it like they'll hire like an animator you know what i'm saying to like cartoon draw them in their studio with like plants waving to the beat or something and it'll be like a loop you know what i'm saying like it's a lot of like is it there's more layers to it right now even than just putting out um an album or an ep or a song though you can still do that if you're trying to really make a code uh, you know, like a, a career, for for lack of better terms, out of uh, your 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 art, your 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 music, then uh, what your team looks like now is not what your team looked like. Not even when we was hustling, like not even yeah. you know, not even eight, seven, eight, nine years ago, your team looked. You know, it was a manager, a promoter, and a whole bunch of homies. Bro, your team now is like photographer. Uh, animator, designer, you know what I'm saying, stylist, like, and this is a person who ain't even famous. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This is like, this is how they kind of approach it. And at least from where I, from how I can see it is how I feel like it's approached. Yeah. So, so I, so when I make my stuff, I try to just still just remain and not kind of give a fuck because I don't want to get caught up in all that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's almost become, uh, it's almost become intangible though like like it used to, music used to be a very tangible thing specifically specifically genres 
like hip hop and punk rock. You waited, bro. You were, bro, bro. Like it's it's this crazy. This is how crazy it is. This is why I don't think about shit. This is why I just post it on Instagram or wherever. Wherever it winds up is where it winds up right now. If I want to get a little bit of money, maybe Bandcamp or something. But um, I forgot what I was about to say. <laughs> we we're talking about intangible music being intangible. Yeah, I forgot. I, I forgot. What I was about to say. I, had, I got a good. I had a good example of somebody who uh, who takes advantage of this of, of of music and the situation very well right now. But I forgot who I was about to talk about. You you think about it. is that we weed, bro? It's been twenty years on weed. Twenty yeah, plus years you know? all the time, all the time. <laughs> it, it, it affects the memory, and it's fine. Some shit ain't meant to be remembered. Yeah. Absolutely. That'll be for the next one. But I do, I I do, I mean, there's just some, some, there's some, there was something special about having a piece, no, having a CD. I I saw you posted recently, like digging through some shit and finding, maybe it wasn't recent, maybe it was a few months back, but like digging through some shit and finding old CDs. And that's meaningful to you. I I, I find CD covers in crates all the time. And it's crazy because that was the thing. And they're useless now. Cars don't even have CD players. Bro. I know, dude. We, I, look, I got we we the, the car that we have has a CD player with Bluetooth, never been used. Right. Oh, hey, I know what I was gonna say. <laughs> I could tell. I could tell by that face that you were really trying to think that think of it. So I'm gonna let you go. Before, I'm gonna let you go. Y'all, you you work in a restaurant. I make music. This is how this is how insane. This is how insane it is right now. We have to have Instagram accounts or a Twitter. Or a Facebook. There was a time when that wasn't a task. That was, okay, I can do that. But it's gotten so crazy now, the way that the game works. Like, you have to pay to even communicate with your followers. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And and, and I say that in, in response to what you're saying about thinking about how I make albums and thinking about, you can't think about how you're doing it too much because the shit is so weird and forever changing. You know what I'm saying? They're making you, you got a thousand followers, but they can't see what you post unless you pay advertising. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's think, insane. Yeah. And, and, and the craziest thing, we, me and Danny had the, the, this, this same conversation too, is like, you, you're right. You've got to pay even for your own followers to see your shit. And what we were talking about is like now, and now everybody's an influencer. So what happens when everybody's an influencer? What happens when all this shit, this is why, this is really why guys like yourself, like Q Knox, like Jip, like Damian Hines, like the Denver scene that I know, like Bric-a-Brac even who still hangs on to it and never gave a fuck because I do believe that there will be, and it might not be in our generation, so then it's our responsibility to hand this knowledge down to people. But there will be a time where there's so many influencers that it doesn't even fucking matter if you're an influencer. What happens when, where is the cap on Instagram followers? And when does that stop being relevant? You know, that's really the glass ceiling of the situation. And I think we're going to reach that point at some point. No, I mean, we have to. I see. Hold up. I got to go back. <laughs> it's all good. You it bounced was, out. It, it was froze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How much of me did you lose there? This is technology. Uh, it said it froze. We said might not happen. 
in our generation. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, it, <laughs> thank you, technology, as we're speaking about tech. This is fucking Instagram, bro. You know what I mean? They're probably, <laughs> they're probably listening to our conversation, but no, it might not happen on our, gen- it, might, it may not happen on our generation, but there's got to be a glass wall to this thing because how many, how many, what I was saying is like, what is the cap? When is it enough? It's the same as money really, right? It's like, when is it enough? When does it stop? When is, when does, if everybody's just searching for Instagram followers, they're just taking a bunch of fucking money and they're just getting, everybody's getting a bunch of likes, but companies can't sponsor everybody. Yo, 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 if everybody's chef, who gonna eat the food? Who you cooking for? Yeah. If everybody, if everybody on stage rapping, who you rapping for? That's what happens. Like you just, it's like you just gonna wind up rapping for rappers, bro. Cooking for cookers. That's like you know what I'm saying. It's it's what it is. It's what it is. I, that's what we've become. That's what. Ain't it like Andy Warhol or somebody who was like in the future, everybody gonna be famous for like twelve seconds or something like that. <laughs> I don't know if it was Andy Warhol. Let's look that. We should look that up. But that is. But it's. But I'm pretty. It, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's Warhol, man. Or maybe thirty seconds. He had a quote like that. Like he, he called it. Like it, in it, the future. Everybody will be a famous artist for like twelve seconds. That was for that was for seeing Instagram and 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 now we do have like in my field, in your field, and in, in 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 visual art, people who just come up way too quick. And it's also producing a passionless generation who just don't really like what they're doing, but they're doing it because they found a way to get up there quick, and they're going to be in their mid thirties. They're going to be our age and they're going to be like, fuck, what the fuck? Now I can't make money at doing this shit. I don't really like it. I'm stuck here. It's it's an odd, it's an odd fucking place to be. And And this is why for me is like the most important thing I can possibly focus on with with my offspring and my next in in our next generation is instilling in them some of giving them a a record like your son give them a record give them a paintbrush give them a knife and don't let them climb too quickly i feel that's that's my perspective is like don't let them feel that they can climb too quickly let them understand that that failure is it's beautiful man when you when you fail when you bleed for what you do when you really when you really pain and lose sleep and don't know when you're going to pay the bill Hills next or be able to it, it when you cry and you hurt about what you that's really when you feel it i think that's really when you when you connect i mean that's probably where some of your so, some of your greatest moments came from no I'm, I'm sure as an artist a lot of your greatest greatest uh, works I, I, come I, from pain I, I make way better music sleeping on couches of other people's houses than i do sleeping on my couch at my house <laughs> <laughs> Or in your bed, way better, way better. Music. Or on a fl- or on a floor in the in some random ass house <laughs> in Austin, Texas. And all, you know? all of that produces <laughs> all of that produces way better art. Hum was down. Hum was down in. Uh, hum came and visit another producer friend of ours. Hum, he came down and visited, and we were reminiscing and. And just there was there was something special that happened in Denver for a few years. Right. Like right before this crazy shift happened, I do believe if you look at where everybody is and the shit that came out at that time, there was something that was going on and there was some energy that was in the air that made it was just incredible. I I think it was that none of us just really none of us gave a fuck. Everybody was just doing shit because they were happy to do it. And everybody was just creating wildly. And maybe because we were too fucked up or maybe because we were too stoned or drunk. I I mean, (laughs) there was there was there was still a glimpse of uh 
it's hard for like how do I say this? There was you could still uh you could still see like a way to greatness at that time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you could see like it was possible to be king of some shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was possible, or at least it felt like like we could rule the fucking world. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think that that's what it was. Like that feeling got crushed in a lot of fields. You know what I'm saying? And it's still being crushed. You know what I'm saying? Between the internet and 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 places closing in the last year and shit, like a lot of shit is changing and going through like a metamorphosis. But at that time, like uh uh. And, and we were still carrying the torch. There was people, it was still like everybody went a bit further than the, than the group before them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the group of rappers that are, that are four or five years older than me, they took it a step further than the, than the groups of rappers that was four or five years, you know, older than them. You know what I'm saying? It was, pro- it was progress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was carrying, I was carrying a flag for a lot of people. Yeah. You know, Hum was carrying a flag for a whole radio station of people. Yeah. Base mentalism. You know what I'm saying? Sarlo and, and and Big Will was carrying a flag for a whole lot of jazz musicians and, and, and guys like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was it was something you're right. I guess what I'm saying, it was something special, but to give it more detail, like, you know, it was the continuation of something special. It was a it was a pattern of, of people wanting to do something for this place that we're from. And you feel like, do you, do you feel like that's possible again? What does it take to get back there? What does it take for guys like you to get back to, 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 I, to, I don't think, cause that's not, that's not a thing no more. That's not, I mean, you can do that, but it would exist on a very underground level. You know what I'm saying? It would exist in the city among like a certain tribe of people, I guess you could say. But overall, like that's not what the, that's not what the game involves now. Again, the game involves getting likes, a photographer, a stylist, a photo, you know what I'm saying? Like that's a part you gotta have all of your accounts. You gotta have all of your like if you go to uh any any artist that's like trying to get on, if you go to their YouTube and watch like whatever their big song is that they're pushing, it's got like 15 links up under it. Yeah, my TikTok, my, my Snapchat, my my Instagram, my you know what I'm saying? My, it's insane, bro. Like that's, it's just crazy. It, yeah, maybe the only. I, I think that, Go ahead. I, I think that that I, I'll let you talk, but I think that all of those things are what is is they're all there. Not only do that they prevent us from getting back to that type of energy, but that's what they're there for. Like people don't want that kind of energy. They'd rather sit back and 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 enjoy the internet experience and get paid for the internet experience. That's what kids are like now. I work with kids for two hours sometimes uh, in the daytime. I get to see it firsthand. Like you know what I'm saying? They 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 exist in the phone realm more than they exist in the physical realm. And do you think that also? I mean, you said people want that. Do you think also in in some in some form? the quote-unquote powers that be want that also because it wasn't well, that's, no- what I'm, when I, well, that's what i'm talking about when i say people okay i don't i don't think the regular folks know what they want i i always believe that regular folks are just a flock you yeah. know what i'm saying 
Like if 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 if, if, if positive music is popping and girls are drinking and dancing to that, then we listen in to positive music. Yeah. If stupid music is what they drinking and dancing to, then we listen to stupid music. Like it's not really rocket science, I don't think, in the sense of the music realm. If it's got some drums and a funky bass line, we grooving. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, it does seem like I mean, for sure, if you if you look throughout history, wild creative movements are are gonna get oppressed. And it's not a, it's not right. always apparent why that happens. And maybe maybe this this mold of technology, its greater purpose is to is to control consumption <laughs> and con- control movement. I mean, I can see that happening for sure. Look, I one of the things that I've been really focused on is I realize a, a huge a, I realized a huge error in in the way we consume kind of was always subconsciously with me, but I realized a huge error in the way we consume. And so I really, one of the other reasons I moved to a rural place in the South of Mexico was to, to tune into what I had seen that they, there, there was farmers. I had seen that communities still existed autonomously and, and produced the things that they needed and that it was a possibility. And so, uh, that's one of the reasons I came down to disconnect and dude, you want to know what I, I, I work with these farmers, on a, we have a nonprofit, and I work with these farmers. Uh, their nonprofit's called De La Costa, and the farm is called San Juan Alimentos. These guys, their parents have been on that land for 40 years. Uh, they took it over five years ago. The husband was a taxi driver. The wife had been part of the family farm, and they said they were going to start doing regenerative organic agriculture for the sole purpose to supplement to 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 support their community with healthy food and mostly their family. And they don't right. have and they don't have they don't have a goddamn thing. They have a, a very small, uh, probably the size of your apartment for, for, uh, three, ki- uh, sorry, two kids, the parents, they got 50 hectares of land, a ton of land. I've never seen happiness like that in my life. And I don't, and I, and, and, and there's not many places that I go in the world that I leave as happy as when I leave that farm and they don't know shit dude they don't know if they they have no idea how to work instagram facebook i mean they they do enough that they need to but but it's the uh it's 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 the uh it's the tool for measurement though you know what i'm saying yeah they don't have shit to you because you've seen shit yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. they have have everything bro from what they know exactly and that's the and that's what that's what i that was the that was the directive of that to us, they don't have shit. But to me, I've started to realize in my life that that's actually everything, and that playing right. this game is not everything. And I and I ask myself the question all the time, like, what what quantity? Because really, when we play these games, when we play these follower games, all the things that we do, right, in 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 work, in music, in art, what is the point? And and I always ask myself the question: Is there a number? that I'm chasing and what is that number and would that number ever come and would that number change? Do you ask yourself a similar question ever? Like what, like, what do you, what, bro, what, bro, what do this, you, this is just circling back to what, to, to what I was saying, uh, about like how I live and how I am and how it makes me a great artist, but it doesn't make me the best human. Like I'm just not the best human in, in, in those kinds of, uh, like, even how you talk about the farmers, like, I'll go, I don't care, sure, right? But even in the city, I'm still kind of the farmer. Yeah. To to to, to city people's eyes, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
because I'm I'm that far away from like Aisha should I should probably just bring her in here so she could tell you how much she hates it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I I just I experience life differently than a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I'm this is this is I'm in class right now. This I'm not in a Zoom call right now. Yeah. I'm I'm literally in class right now. I'm in class with the homie. Travis, he ain't been to class in like two, three years. It's great to see him. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's literally how I see it, man. I'm always learning. You know what I'm saying? Everything that I touch is something like I can get lost so easy in anything. It's like when you clean, uh, it's like when you're cleaning some shit, like you're cleaning your, your room or cleaning your crib and you find something that you ain't seen in a while and you got to sit down and look at it for like two hours and now you're not cleaning the room you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah, yeah. now you're reminiscing about where this thing came from and in the last you know what i mean yeah i'm like that all the time i don't have to be cleaning bro <laughs> yeah you know what i'm saying and that like, dude... so if, if if it's a music thing then i can get lost in it but any other thing like you know at any moment it's just like and that's and i'm gone and that's life folks that's that 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 is diff, this is this is the whole thing i'm this is the whole thing that the farm taught me this is the whole thing that getting the getting the fuck look i, I i'm 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 not fully equipped to navigate a city the way you navigate a city i i'm i i come from the woods if certain people are better in the city you you have a really good you have a really good uh ability to stay at arm's length i all the poison I, I run to and so for me it's, it's fair it's fair bro don't don't let's not let's not let's not paint me a halo with these big magnificent angels. no i know it exists i know it exists for you too but I, I just mean that getting away made me realize this thing right this thing about what you're saying this yeah. is everybody's looking for the end like life is this and when you get this that is life life's a, it's school it is school it's constantly school. Every day is school. Every day you have to learn. And in in the most important thing is when when you when you realize that there's countless professors, there's countless professors, there's countless classes that you can take. There's countless courses. Whatever like when you start to really look at it that way, bro, I'm telling you, it becomes you start to be me. You start to laugh at everything. You start to fucking, you know what I'm saying? It starts to be more of a coast. Yeah, because you're just like this. This teacher's wild. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, this teacher's really fucking wild. He's dancing in the street, ass naked right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, and and like, and, and I think that you have to wake up in the morning and want to learn. That's a a prerequisite to to happiness, I believe. No, I mean for me, I I think that that's what I found. So you you got you got that little one. I'm telling you, you're gonna wake up and learn. All right. You got to learn your vowels and, and 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 all that shit all over again. Yeah, you about to you about to be right back like a dummy again. Watch. How do you do division? How do you do uh multi uh? Watch. And the lessons it's commence. It's fun. It's fun. Once again, well, yo, we've been at it for like an hour and fifteen minutes. That's what's up. I got to I'm sure we all got to run. You probably got to run back. You got a baby knocking on the door right before we uh right before we clap out though. Just just quick tell everybody what you got coming up, uh where we can find you, where we can find your music. Any last words so, of wisdom? 
I got all the gems already. Just like listen to this with headphones on <laughs> and smoke <laughs> and smoke one. Uh, so uh, my Twitter and all that is Cedric Avenue, S-E-D-R-I-C-K Avenue spelled out. Uh, you can still find the music too if you search Y-G-W-H-Y-G-E-E. Uh, got some YGIP records dropping all the time. You search W-H-Y-G-Y-P. And uh, yeah. Word up. Shout me out. At me. Holler at me. We'll put, I follow back. We'll put links in the show <laughs> notes. Really amazing to to connect with you. Stay on right after I right after I clip this recording, brother. But beautiful to connect with you as always. Uh, love your energy and uh, yeah. sincerely one of the one of the greatest things that's ever happened to hip hop in any corner of the world so it was great to talk to you, you look, and uh, you look healthy and happy sir <laughs> thank you brother you look healthy and happy thank you brother <laughs>